At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Hi, I'm Max Kaiser. This is the Kaiser Report. We're in, like, Los Angeles and backyard television production right under a actual lemon tree, making actual lemonade. You know, when the markets give you lemons, it's time to make lemonade. Right, Stacy? Certainly, the markets have given us uh, a coronavirus and an epidemic, a pandemic, the pandemic that won't be called pandemic because that would re require more QE. That is not QE, of course. So, you know, I do want to say, as you could probably tell, we've been in Mexico, we've been in Las Vegas, now we're in Los Angeles, out in the suburbs where Brady Bunch was filmed. And the thing is that I noticed while traveling is how amazingly unprepared most people are. Basically, there's one very simple thing you have to remember is don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. It doesn't stop anybody. I see it all around me as we're traveling. Sneeze into their hand, then go to the toilet on the plane, open the door, and you're like, okay, there's everybody on this plane infected if you're infected. So it's so simple, but most people are also more simple than the simple coronavirus that is spreading and killing people. Yeah, I've seen people trying to open doors with their cheeks, and that's also very unhygienic. Don't do that either. You know, before it started to spread in the United States, we had Larry Kudlow, who is in the president's administration as the economic advisor, and he, he was saying that the coronavirus was contained, and don't worry. And Secretary of State Pompeo also had this to say. Update, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Tuesday demanded that Iran tell the truth about the coronavirus outbreak in the country, voicing alarm at allegations of a cover-up. I want to particularly use that as an analogy for the rest of these headlines here because this, that, you know, the Secretary of State, of course, presides over an empire of debt. And a lot of the, the lies started with covering up the stability, the fragility of all that debt over which we stand. So we're going to look at some headlines after that, but what do you think, Max, about what Secretary of State Pompeo said? Look, I mean, what we've been saying on this show for a few years, probably all of 10 years, is that no problem has ever been put forward into the public consciousness that could not be solved with more money printing, right? And no matter what happens, the, uh, there's unrest somewhere, there's, uh, there's uh, civil discord, you know, just print more money. Now, we, we're asking ourselves, will the coronavirus be bigger than the ability to print money? Then what we've been seeing in the last few days is this idea from Christy Lagarde, she's now at the European Central Bank, or policymakers in Washington, D.C. They're asking themselves, should we print more money? How much more money do we need to print? So they're trying to battle a biological virus with fiat money. Mm. And, of course, what we've been saying now for a few years now, and particularly in the last couple of weeks, is that a biological virus has no natural connection to fiat money. It doesn't make any sense. But these policymakers have grown accustomed to the idea that 
every single problem can be solved with money printing. Why can't we solve the coronavirus with money printing? The market now is starting to scratch its head a little bit and saying, wait a minute, that's insane. So uh, therefore, valuations look like they're going to be marked down. We're already in correction territory on these markets, down 10%. Are we going to get it to bear market valuations down 20%? Probably. I think the likelihood is extremely high. Are we going to have a 50 to 60% drop? That's probably a 10 to 20% probability, yeah. Indeed, and by the time this airs, it may have been down 20 or 30% by that point. So, you know, we are here recording during the uh, coronavirus apocalypse. One thing you know for sure after the apocalypse, not only will the cockroaches survive, but there will be leaf blowers always <laughs> there blowing leaves, no matter what sort of chaos is happening around the world. You can hear them probably in the background here. Well, what's really <laughs> scary is when cockroaches are operating leaf blowers. That's when you know you've kind of the end game. But... Back to the story that I was talking about of Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying that the, you know, the biological virus that we have of this coronavirus, you know, Iran covering it up was a bad story. Obviously it is. I think transparency is the best option. And transparency is the best option for the viral debts we have and the situation there. So I want to turn to a headline that probably got overlooked, and it did indeed get overlooked. But Jamie Dimon, we're watching you. We keep an eye on you, even during the apocalypse. J.P. Morgan plans to borrow funds through the Fed's emergency lending facility in an exercise designed to break the stigma attached to that program. Don't worry, folks. We're just doing this to break the stigma. We don't want to have people who feel bad about having to go to the Fed's emergency borrowing window. We're just doing this for the good of everybody. Right. There was virtually no cost for years of Jamie Dimon to take money from the central bank, from the Fed. But they did put it through some layers of denial. So they could say, well, it went through the primary dealers first, or there was some machination involved that was part of an economic policy that we're pursuing. It wasn't just a freebie. It wasn't socialism for Jamie Dimon. It wasn't a gift to Jamie Dimon. But they have destroyed all the money that's been given to J.P. Morgan. They're technically insolvent, right? They have probably 50, 60 times more debt than they have any book value or equity. So, But now Jamie Dimon is so desperate that he's just saying, well, let's just, just drop the pretense. We're freaking starving to death from liquidity. If you don't give us more money right now, I'm going to do something really rash, like go on TV and run for president. Well, in fact, Jamie Dimon could be likened, I believe, if we're talking about Iran and covering up coronavirus. Remember, the vice minister of health was standing there speaking to the world, you know, to their state press rubbing his nose it was it was running the classic there's two symptoms of coronavirus common across all nations runny nose and sweating fever he's wiping off all the sweat and running his nose into his hand and then shaking hands jamie diamond is that person right here saying no we're fine where there is no coronavirus there is no banking run gonna happen no we're all fine we're just going to the emergency window just because we're happy we just want everybody else to not have the stigma of being afraid to tell everybody they have coronavirus Right. Iran is a religious market fundamentalism versus a market fundamentalism of what Jamie Dimon's talking about. It's the cult of fiat money versus the cult of theocracy. And they're both two sides of the same coin. They're both in massive denial about their supposed superhuman strength to live somehow above the vagaries and uh, contagion that represented by viruses. And in this case, uh, you know, they're going to have the same outcome, total economic obliteration and the rise of Bitcoin.
it is quite fitting that we're out here in Los Angeles. Hollywood, of course, is the land of denial. Um, you know, you've had many famous characters throughout history uh, with as big a hair as mine today, you know, looking very Hollywood. And, you know, the system of denial is not just in one country. It's not just in Iran, and it's here. And, again, here's another tweet about this story as they as JP Morgan was announcing that they're going to use the emergency window just we're pre-announcing this uh, because everything's fine but we just want you to know we're going to use the emergency lending facility just to remove the stigma JP Morgan executives say bank is big enough to weather any storm so again they're doubling down they're letting you know they're just like that vice minister of health in Iran say telling the people he was literally saying there's no worry about coronavirus it's not really here it's not spreading in Iran as he like having a, a, an episode, a coronavirus episode, live on stage, and it's the same situation here. Right. So it's like no problem. Again, it's a, recur a recurring theme. Right? Everything can be solved with money printing. Jamie Dimon believes that we're not yet at a crisis point where his ability to force and coerce the federal authorities, the central bank, treasury, etc., to print, print, print. We haven't gotten to that point yet. He's an entrenched oligopolist, and he has the ability to paper over every single mistake. And uh, the, he doesn't feel like we've got... Although I will point out that over the past couple of weeks, we've had an enormous purging of CEOs. If you look at these S&P 500 companies, there are an enormous amount of CEOs who have retired, like Bob Igor, Disney, and a bunch of others, because they, they're totally vested. They've, they're running away with all the money now. They realize the end is upon us, and they're just running for the hills now. My feeling about all of these lies is that it's part of our globalized system of, on the, on the one hand, you have these uh, just-in-time delivery, right? So the supermarket shelves are only stocked like to what their normal day is and then you they rely on like a steady stream of delivering exactly when it's going to be needed that works great when things are fine uh, you know the volatility formula of that has been fine it's been steady china's been delivering there's been no disruptions you know everything is great until it's suddenly not. And I think that's part of the reason why China first covered up because they don't want, they, you know, being the supply chain for the world, the only supply chain for the world for many parts has been good for them. And I think they recognize that, oh, if we have to shut down all these factories, other nations are going to realize they can't ever have this situation again in the future, and so they would be displaced. The same with this, uh, the banking system, as we know, it's a as we know with the repo market, by the way, it's just in time. It, it, you know, the liquidity needed is like needs to be conjured up out of thin air every single night by the Fed. Yeah, this is part two of the global financial crisis that started in 2008. Mm -hmm. And in 2008 was the white paper for Bitcoin, and in 2009, Bitcoin was launched. And now Bitcoin will experience part two of the global financial crisis. It's already close to $10,000 a coin. This is, the, this is the global financial crisis that'll catapult the price to 100000 and beyond. I changed my, up my target from 100000 to 400000 to keep pace with gold. You know, gold is struggling because Jamie's got his thumb on the scale, doesn't he? All those banks, they know how to manipulate the price of gold. But Bitcoin is clear sailing all the way to 100000 beyond. Well, speaking of Jamie Dimon, he's in this final headline, and it, it ties together with the fantasy and dreams and, rea and disreality and unreality and all that sort of stuff. Jamie Dimon had a dream 
that the coronavirus killed Davos attendees. He said, quote, I had this nightmare that somehow in Davos, all of us who went there got it, and then we were all left and spread it. And the only good news that from that is that it might have just killed the elite. Right. He's confusing the coronavirus with the Bitcoin virus. Same thing with Peter Schiff. Like, their, their minds are being hacked by the protocol, by the Bitcoin virus. Soon Jamie will be, Jamie Dimon will be a blathering idiot on the ground begging the Fed for money to buy Bitcoin. Uh, he, he is going to turn into a kind of a, a street urchin. Same with Peter Schiff. Instead of Sunset Boulevard, it'll be Park Avenue where he's babbling. And I want to say we're going to the second half, and the second half has an epic interview with Trace Mayer. Max, do you have anything final to say in the last five seconds here about Trace Mayer? And so this is the last interview with Trace Mayer before he goes, Fool Colonel Kurtz! Completely off the reservation, a bit mad, and it's historic. Anyway, don't go away. Much more coming your way. Thousands of American men and women choose to serve in their country's military. A decision that has shattered lives. Everything came to a complete change the the day that I was raped. I was being struck and hit and told, you know, told to shut up or they'd kill me. And I see how it destroyed my life. And he screamed at me and he made me come in and he grabbed my arm and he raped me in his birthing area. If you take into account that women don't report because of the extreme retaliation, and it's probably somewhere near about half a million women have now been sexually assaulted in the U.S. military. Rape is a very, very traumatizing thing to have happen, um, but I've never seen trauma like I've seen from women who are veterans who have suffered military sexual trauma. Reporting rape is more likely to get the victim punished than the offender. I had an almost 10-year career which I was very invested in, and I gave that up to report a sex offender who was not even put to justice or put on the registry. This is simply an issue of power and violence. Male sexual predators, for the large part, have targeted whoever is there to prey upon, whether that's men or women. The coronavirus is a global health danger that is yet to be contained. This virus has also raised questions about the integrity of supply chains, open borders, and the weaknesses of globalization. And dangerously, this virus is being used as a political weapon. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.